0: a suit convo we back another week of great entertainment great content a lot of information and some hilarious things going on man i'm welcome with jamal how you living man
1: i'm good man you know what i mean just been ripping and running these east coast streets
0: sound sound like you're a little tired from ripping and running.
1: I am a little bit in like tech- Mac Mac technical difficulties are is draining. So I'm just going through a lot of bullshit with these MacBooks of mine and it's pissing me
0: off. Luckily, you had a backup, so we could still get it cracking today.
1: Yeah, this is my MacBook Pro. I'm about to switch to this joint eventually. I just don't like it because it's new. It don't got no USBs and shit. It's really funny. <laughs> it's <fucking>
0: dumb. <laughs> Hey, man, you better buy them accessories like Apple wants you to, man. You know the game.
1: I'm about to just fix my 2015 shit, get that shit back and running. Mm -hmm. I'm not switching to these new bullshit MacBooks.
0: (laughs) All All right. Well, we enjoyed some old school yesterday, went to 50 Cent in Baltimore, uh, how Did you enjoy the show, man? You used to be a big G in show, a soldier 20 years ago. So, how did it feel to go back and see, you know, 50 Cent perform those hits?
1: It was pretty dope, you know what I'm saying? It was cool to see because I feel like he calls this his last lap tour, so this might be like his last big tour. So, it was fun to see, um, and hear some of the uh. hits that i remember that was that was pretty cool you know i mean can't complain i wish he had more people on his tour with him i don't know if we missed buster rhymes or not but that would have been cooler but it was was
0: the rhymes
1: oh so he was there yeah yeah but it was cool man how'd you enjoy it
0: it was all right but i was uh kind of disappointed by the set list that felt like he played too many disco stuff I was like damn he is a disco rapper because I asked you earlier why does he have these dancers and then I said like, oh that's why he has these dancers he's making a big deal out of just a little bit and magic stick and all that so I'm like all right well he's not gonna perform like I, I don't know I felt like it's supposed to be the last lap tour how many I feel like he should have done more songs off get rich or die trying but maybe I wasn't paying attention all the way because I felt like, you know, you know, the simple tropes that rappers do when they're in cities like, oh, you know, Maryland, they're allowed to smoke. People are smoking at the show. Play high all the time or something. Uh, he didn't he didn't even play if I can't did he or he did. I think he did that. Oh, yeah, he did that. Yeah. See, yeah, I wish he played like my style. He did 21 questions. That was cool. Uh, of course, he did Wankster. Um, from the massive, yeah, oh yeah, he did. I get money early. That was like one of his first joints. But I was like, yeah, I felt like maybe it was the G Unit stuff. He didn't perform G Unit stuff that much. Just I teach you how to stunt. Yeah, and he didn't let Yayo rap during. <laughs> he didn't let Yayo rap during.
1: Yeah, his- that was weird to me too. Like a lot of too much of his disco shit. Like he didn't do like um life's on the line nypd none of that he didn't do in my hood Um, too much of his disco shit does get in the way to me like that's like his catalog is weird like (laughs) they didn't do i smell pussy that would have been cool
0: yeah i know right because he did play back down so it would have been tight if he did play that Jaru some more
1: yeah and it's just like
0: Ski Way would have been tight. Get in my car. He didn't play the Massacre enough, nothing except for the disco stuff. This is Baltimore. I thought he would play more gutter stuff, you know, because it's a Baltimore's a hood capital. It looked almost sold out. This The show looked great, but do you think the fans weren't interacting as much as, you know, he would have liked?
1: Um. Yeah, I think he'd probably be thinking like, damn, I'm really not like, him like
0: that, like hey man, you I feel think like he thinks that
1: well, not really, because I don't, I feel like Nas, I don't know if Nas can like go on a tour like this and sell out as much tickets as 50, but nah, I feel like
0: because you know, as great as Nas is, he's smart. Well, he has been on a tour with uh Wu Tang, I haven't been. Paying attention, but he did sell out Madison Square garden so that's major. I don't think 50 sold out Madison Square garden So
1: yeah, Nas can do stuff like that, but I don't think he can go around and get as many tickets as 50. But I feel like Yeah, I don't think so either. But I feel like Nas's fan base likes him more. He has a real fan base compared to 50 Cent. Like I don't I think 50 Cent does have a fan base, but it's scattered. And I feel like he's like a numbers type of nigga. So he'll he'll play a lot of like bullshit like um hey man i like it when you run and that booty on me like nobody wants to hear that
0: (laughs) but jeremiah is on tour with him that's one of the openers
1: nobody wants to hear that so he he does stuff like that and then he did another song that i don't even think i even heard
0: i wish he played up i wish he played his verse uh i'll beat the pussy up up i wish he played his verse on that because i always liked his verse on that song from no, the so south to the west cities, like, let's yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, he should have did that. He probably oh, does yeah, that he played stage. the
0: pop smoke. She she likes the woo or she wants to be with the woo or whatever. He was like, What is this?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. I feel like he um probably does that up song in the bay for sure, or yeah, in the west in the
0: coast. coast,
1: but um yeah, I just feel like he should have gave us more get Rich Without Trying, a little bit more massacre. Um but it was dope that he did Um, I Whip Your Head. He
0: knows that's one of his tight, best songs, too. Yeah, That beat is hard. Yeah, I wish we got more from Beg for Mercy, because that's also celebrating its 20th anniversary, especially since Yeo is there. How did you feel about Uncle Murder also being one of the hype men?
1: Well, that's good for him. He got on the G on at a perfect time, changed his life. He gets to make a living now. Yeah. Would have just forgotten about new york rap he probably would have had a podcast or something by now but
0: <laughs> hey man what's nothing wrong with that we podcasted
1: yeah i'm just saying he probably would have just had a because his music wasn't you know what i mean like gonna Whoa. be able to like uh, like basically him being with g has probably elevated his life so that's fine with me i don't care and he knows better he's not stepping out of line he's gonna ride this junior wave The <laughs> day he dies like he's not stupid like young bugs in game, even though game didn't necessarily need 50, but that would have like his career would have been better. But games like he likes to clout chase a lot, so that's his problem. But I mean, I don't have a problem with Uncle Murder being there.
0: True, true. Now, out of all the rappers that you've seen live, is 50 one of the best shows, or nah, you say
1: is it his one of the best shows that I've seen?
0: Yeah, how would you rank it?
1: it was a good show he did it was a good show even though he forgot the lyrics the baltimore love thing but uh, (laughs) he did
0: that joint last last
1: but i mean it wasn't a bad show at all like he had good stage setup he had good pyrotechnics and shit like that and so but it's not the best show i've seen or nothing
0: like that i dig it i dig it it was a good show yeah. But yeah, I've been watching too me like yeah, big good is a better live performer than 50 Cent. It's hilarious to say, but it's the truth. I seen that boy is singing and harmonizing live. No backup, no track with a and 50. I do like 50 having a band, but yeah, it's, it just felt like 50 was just spending money to spend money. He ain't really need that band. His music ain't that music, his beats aren't that musical. And then the dancers are cool. <laughs> At least we got to see 50 Cent do his rapper hands live. That's legendary. Yeah, yeah. So, hey. so yeah, he played Windows Shopper. That's my jam. So, yeah, it was it was a good show. It is a cool experience. Shout out to Osei. He was supposed to be here. We went to the show with him. Uh, it was real fun. We met Jamal near uh, the spot in Alexandria. We had a drive. It was real jiggy.
1: That was tight as shit.
0: Yeah. Afterwards, these brothers had a Candy King battle and they both won. They're now known as the One Ring Kings. If you know, you know. Candy <laughs>
1: King battle. I didn't even yeah. do that on purpose.
0: Nah, you didn't. But I'll say, you know him. He's sick. He's competitive. So he said, yeah, "Why do you feel like you uh, had uh, to compete? Uh, I want to be in, I want to be lovey dovey too. Damn it." <laughs> just there, like, oh man, look at these guys. I can't wait to compete in the candy battle next year.
1: <laughs>
0: I need to do my <laughs> hey man, I'm about to start. You guys, One
1: ring <laughs> king, that's funny, no. and
0: you motivated motor driver too. He was having fun, bro. Yeah, he, he liked that, I think. Yeah, he did. I don't think because remember when we got out, he was asking us how was the show, how are the ladies, all that. So mm-hmm. when he seen the candy battle, he's oh, yeah, these brothers are killing it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man. Shout out to the candy battle. Shout out to Osei and Jamal, the One Ring Kings. You know, if you know, you know, that's another story for another day. But uh I almost want to tell them about the one ring. Go ahead, man. Do your thing, man. It's your world.
1: Basically, like you know what I'm saying, we, we called up um some young ladies. Um and I called her and she answered in one ring. Like, you know, it didn't ring the it didn't get to the second ring, and she answered. And it was late, you know what I'm saying? It was pretty late. It was like we were leaving, what was it like Eleven thirty, 30 almost? 12.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah, it was not that late, but you 11. know,
1: so then uh someone else wanted to call, you know, his lady or whatever. Oh, say went to call his lady, and you know, she answered in one ring too. <laughs> Cause he wanted to see, like, I know I can do that too. Like, fuck
0: <laughs> no, he remember he admitted, he said he was nervous, he didn't know she was gonna answer one ring. <laughs> I
1: mean, I didn't either, like, I heard that one, he said. I'm like, oh, shit. She, I'm about to look stupid. And then she answered. I was like, yes. Save me. Because I was <laughs> talking shit. I was like, watch this. She's going to answer in one ring. Watch this. And then, yeah. But
0: yeah, yeah was funny. <laughs> For sure. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, we did try to get some grub afterwards. Didn't work out. You know, it w- could have extended it. I was say what's turn. He wanted to go to Rose Bar, eh, man?
1: <laughs> yeah, he was tripping.
0: <laughs> yeah we had fun though it was cool definitely got to do that more often but um uh did you get some ch- the chance to listen to n- new music last week or were you too busy djing and having fun in new york to take in some new tunes
1: well like when we were about to leave to go um to our event to go dj um one of our homies jordan shout out to jordan he wanted to play Diddy's album so goddamn bad. He had that shit on blast. And it was cool, and I didn't give a fuck about none of that. Total. <laughs> Pre-game oh. in
0: the R&B, you guys are really dangerous up there.
1: I didn't care about none of that total 112 Jodie's shit that was playing. they sounded it tight, but I was just thinking like, dang, Diddy's like... Like like Khaled is obviously like Diddy. I don't want to say Diddy's like Khaled, but it was like a DJ Khaled type of thing. I'll like,
0: say that. Say that Diddy is like Khaled because... Did he? But Khaled's like him. No, he's, no. Clean it up. Tell the truth. Puff Daddy was a rapper. Puff Daddy was all up in the camera. He was the artist. He never made a DJ Khaled album until now. He never made compilations because he wanted to be the superstar. No way out. He's rapping on all that shit. DJ Khaled doesn't rap on all his stuff. This is the first time Puffy. That's why I made the point with Metro. Like all the so-called super producers in the past, they never made albums because they all wanted to rap. Swiss Beats is a rapper. Timbaland is a rapper. They never made albums like this. Even P-Rock rapped. Diamond D rapped. DJ Premier never made an album like this. So yeah, this is the first time Puffy made an album like this, and it's 20 years past his prime. That's true. Because think about it, it is interesting because I didn't listen to it. You know, I don't I'm not an RB guy, I don't really care about that stuff. Trying to restore the feeling for something I never really tuned into. So respect to him. It's not for me. But it is interesting that when you really do break it down, Puff is a RB guy. He just got lucky with Mace and Biggie. <laughs> but he really is just an RB guy. That's why whenever, you know, when biggie got killed and mace became a pastor he had to become a reality show guy because no one really wanted to sign to him and he had what day 26 and danity kane he had the band but they weren't really that good they weren't really good. yeah people don't respect uh those the band but i do see people talk about how they like the day 26 album and danity kane
1: yeah so, they were real they were more real
0: yeah so you can tell that's Puck r&b from- yeah, exactly. That's what that was my point. Puffy is an R and B guy, really. Like I said, he just got lucky with Biggie and Mace, for real. <laughs> yeah,
1: because none of his other rappers really hit like that. Yeah. Well, Shine would have been dope, but you know, Yeah. Shine would have.
0: We don't know. I think so. It's not, hey, that's what I'm saying. We don't. He could rap though. Yeah, he could rap, but that's the thing in rap, it has to be instant niggas he had his good ready to die is a classic harlem world by mace is a classic shine had hits though he has two hits with barrington levy no one calls shine's first album a classic that's my point he made good singles with barrington levy What? He,
1: the- he got fans though shine has pe- people like shine. what
0: other songs does he have outside of barrington levy joints that people care about i'm just
1: saying he had he had people like that first album
0: yeah it's pretty good my brother bought the album when he was in jail that's what i'm saying i know people that like shine but he wasn't really that good he was all right but he wasn't a great that's my
1: was the be- next best rapper that he had
0: yeah but that's i put him above room. Off, like that's what i'm saying like biggie and mace are hall of fame rappers shine isn't that he was good he wasn't a hall of fame rapper
1: yeah he's not a hall of fame rapper but to me
0: or a hall of fame talent he wasn't that. i
1: just feel like shine was better than Loon. he was a good rapper and you know what i'm saying so i just you feel could like, argue
0: black rob was better than him black you Rob could had argue, sauce. you could argue but i'm not saying that <laughs> yeah he like whoa is better than shine single and like whoa you already know that's just northern hun
1: it is better but i hear uh bonnie and shine more than i hear like well at least i because yeah, you're in
0: new fun. york though they they like that that you know i, that's, I play, that's the I play bonnie song. and
1: shine down here oh lord Bonnie and Sean cranks. Like you said, it's Barrington Levy. That's the reason why, but...
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But hey, the, beat the beat yeah, is the
1: hard. The beat is Yeah, the beat is dope. Like, I'm not... Like, like I like, like, whoa, well, but I don't... I'm not playing that shit. <laughs> I joined cranks, though, but I'm not listening to that.
0: Whoa, Nitron. 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 You don't want that? Nah. But, yeah, so I feel like he
1: might have not been that... Like, of course, R&B, is, he's way ahead, and, like, you. And he got lucky with Mason Biggie, like you said. So I feel like it's not necessarily fair to compare Shine to Mason Biggie because Jay-Z ain't they never had nobody that was really that tight. Huh? Who Rockefeller, Jay Z Rockefeller, besides him, nobody was really that tight.
0: No, nah, but as an executive, as the president of Def Jam, he signed Jay-Z and Rick Ross and Rihanna. That's where he be that's where he really had to become a boss. Cause on Rockefeller, he was focused on being the artist and he let Damon Biggs do things, but when it comes to Def Jam and Rock Nation, that's when you get to see more of his eye as a executive. And,
1: and Murder Inc., they had no other good rappers. Yeah, they it.
0: didn't. That's why no. that boy uh Irv God he needs to shut the hell up and stop acting like he's a hell of a nigga, man.
1: So, and then Terror Squad, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Diddy's not oh, that bad. At, who are, these, are rap. these?
0: This is a convo. I'm happy you're bringing this up because we were supposed to talk about something like this, but we never got to it about what constitutes a dynasty in rap. When we talk about what are the greatest crews and labels in rap history. And from what you're telling me, it seems like a lot of these crews ain't really is a, they're not really all-star teams and dream teams like they were sold to us as kids.
1: They're not, especially because Loom, Shine, and Black Rob are better than all the rappers on Terror Squad, all the rappers in Murder, Inc. Um, you can't say that they're better than Beanie Siegel and Freeway. But after that, Rockefeller ain't got nobody else. Like, they have state property. Memphis Bleak wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? They had a few people, but that's it. So, and then, like, Dipset had Juels and Cam, later Jim Jones. People respected Hellrell and and uh fucking, what's the other nigga's name? The Gorilla Nigga. J.R. Ryder and all those niggas. People respected them. But, yeah, like, Diddy's not that bad when it comes to rap, especially if you consider Shine, Loom, Black Rob. Like, that was a little bit of something.
0: And, yeah, let me clean that. Not to say Puffy was lucky to have them, like Biggie and Mace because he helped them. If Biggie and Mace got to be what they wanted to be, you already know they would have just been underground bang, bang murder rappers. He cleaned them up and made them mainstream enough and gave them that shine so that they could become big stars. So I'm going to give Puffy credit for that because you can't deny his skills as an executive producer. And we've talked about this before on this pod about, you know, Jamal doesn't respect producers unless you make beats. He doesn't respect the overall sonic. <laughs> I mean, I respect it. I producers mean, and all that. So
1: I mean, what? I respect it. It's just like you know, I respect it. It's just
0: whoa, look, look you it again? See,
1: I'm not gonna not call Diddy. A, I respect it more now because because he made an of, album and because of Khaled. Khaled made me respect it. What for? What I should have respected Diddy for because. What Khaled does is what Diddy has been
0: doing. (laughs) Yeah, but that's the thing with uh, Macy's excuse me, with Puff's pedigree, it is strong on R&B because once again I'm not an R&B guy, I'm just going off what I read and what I see people say on social media, but I see people talk about how they love Faith's albums, how they fuck with Total and how they underrated. You already know 112 how they give it up, so People respect what Puffy has done, the work he did with Mary J. Blige and uh, Jodeci when he was in AR on Uptown Records. Rest in peace, Andre Harrell. So Puffy's uh, career is stronger in R&B. Of course, he has had success in rap, but you can tell he, the type of rap that he does. Like, he puts that shine on it. So uh, I would be interested to see... Um, Oh, yeah, my bad. This is ugly, but it reminded me of it. Did you know that Swiss Beats is working on an album with Harry Fraud? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> See? He don't want to make beats. He wants to rap.
1: And they always... Go. Why do they keep picking these white hip-hop guys?
0: Because they make they make the best hip-hop, hip-hop beats.
1: Why don't he go to, like, Derringer? I know he's white, too, but go to him. Yeah,
0: he don't want that Buffalo stuff, because Harry Fraud still has that New York City bop where you can almost, you know, dance to it. Yeah, I don't know what Swiss is doing. I guess, in my opinion, I felt like he probably got tired of complaining and was like, I'm going to make the shit that I want to hear. Yeah, exactly. And when you're up, up, multi-millionaire, you don't need to work for a living. Him and his wife are legends in their own right. Shout out Alicia Keys. I think they recently celebrated her birthday. So, you know, when you're... 20 plus years in the game, you can do whatever you want. So, like you said, maybe he just wants to have fun. And he wants to work with Harry. But uh, did you ever care about Swiss beats raps?
1: Um, I liked his one album, his few singles were like riding with my top down and my city low. Oh, yeah, that was my, cool. Thing. Hey, I thought the beat was cool. Yeah, it like, is. Um, of course, um Hey ladies. Oh, yeah, big business too. But I don't think he was rapping on it. Yeah, he's not. That's just like a producer album.
0: Yeah. The first one, I think that was um, One Man. Oh, no, that's like Ghetto Stories or something.
1: That song was always hard to me. The way the beat changes. Doo-doo. Yeah. The remix is crazy. I got a large house and dog house in my backyard. Everybody likes that part. Yeah. But then, um, Birdman, Snoop.
0: Yeah. It, Puffy, Puffy's cool. on it. Remember? I don't remember his part. Yeah, he's on it too. But yeah, right. that beat is hard. That beat is hard. He had Ronald Isley in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. You know, we can't give credit to who made Ronald Isley boss up like that. That's his Mr. Big persona. You already know who that is. He probably liked them too. Like that boy can write, that boy can sing. Sylvester, yeah.
1: Saw Michael Jackson dancing to it. Well, you're and you already know who wrote for him too. Sylvester wrote for him too. Why'd he like that song so much? Ooh, ignition. Michael Jackson? Yeah, he liked
0: ignition ignition. I mean, hey, that song's a so big have you ever heard it? Hey, two, that's two. What... <laughs> hey, well, hey they, they said he they said him. Sylvester was so crazy he made a remix by himself that had no features. <laughs>
1: didn't that remix didn't wasn't
0: the remix first? Nah, see, you're, you and I are RB r R&B niggas, so the R&B niggas remember the original Ignition. I don't. All I know is the remix,
1: but they there is it. an
0: original, just like there's a Shook Once Part 1, but we only know Part 2, you know, just like there's a, what's that joint, Dead Presidents Part 1, but people only know Part 2, so it's, a, it's out there.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, I ran into uh, Rookie of the Year, Zay Flowers, at the concert
0: Oh yeah, he did. He was so excited. He, he gave him a pound.
1: You know what I mean? He was shining, you know what I mean, like a young boss. So well, shout out to Zay. Can't wait to see him ball this weekend. Ravens 2 and 0. You know what I'm saying? We we doing big things. <laughs> flock,
0: flock nation, nigga. Oh, okay. Speaking of flock nation, is it true the rumors of Odell dating a certain young lady? No, I never heard of it. All right, That's so I'm not like, gonna bring I'm not gonna
1: Thought he had a woman
0: hey well you know hey i'm not gonna bring it up it's not my place
1: why not bring it up
0: nah because it you might be what? it might be fake i didn't really do research so if it didn't reach you then maybe i'm too ahead or maybe it wasn't real oh
1: wow yeah yeah i don't know if that's true that girl <laughs> yeah
0: exactly ah. you know speaking of other things that might not be true There's a rumor going on on Nigerian Twitter that Tim's is pregnant by future. (laughs) Wow,
1: they're sick. I don't believe that shit. What, the
0: Nigerians? Are they confused?
1: They just, their rumors get, I can tell their rumors get nasty.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and they they also the ones allegedly that started that Steve Harvey rumor that his wife was cheating on him. I don't know what the hell wrong with y'all. Speaking of
1: more rumors, man, the New York love is crazy.
0: The New York love, oh, break it down. I mean, you know, they you say going. It. Is this your last time going to New York, or you got to go again in the fall, man?
1: I'm going in October for the all weekend. right,
0: cool, cool.
1: Uh, the girl we ran into, shout out Rocky. Um, she DJs too. She, I, I think, she's gonna be at the next one with me and Jarvie. So, she DJs sure. out here. She's from Jersey, though, but she DJs out here. So, that was a good link up that I was able to see her. I'm gonna probably pull up on her this weekend and go to one of her events. I was supposed to have been to see you since July, but I've just been busy. But I'm gonna pull up though. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know if you heard about like Remy and Papoose, so I ain't gonna say too much.
0: Oh, yeah, well, hey. that's
1: just crazy. Is I it? heard about it, but I didn't know what was going on and who was involved. And now that I know, it's like, whoa, because I watched Bel Air and the other,
0: <laughs> I the other person Bel-Air. who's
1: rumored to be on it in the involved in this was in Bel Air. So,
0: what they put down rap in Bel Air?
1: I mean, they in Philly. Oh, true. And he wasn't battle rapping, but he was—he was, he I was thought, the. Guy, I thought, but, um
0: So hold on, I thought Fresh Prince of Bel Air was based in L.A. What's going on?
1: Remember, he was in Philly. He got into that fight at the basketball court, his mom got scared.
0: <laughs> oh, so, then he went back and visited his homies, and then um, he started rapping. Nah, it's just when he got into that fight at the basketball court,
1: the person, the other person involved was the bad guy. Oh, was making trouble in his neighborhood.
0: I got you. I got you.
1: Yeah. He played that part good too, because oh, still Salute. Philly accent and shit.
0: What's his name, man? Salute that young He's man. He the
1: block captain.
0: Okay, Do you, are you into battle rap, or were you ever into it?
1: I was into it for a little bit, like when Reed Dollars was doing his thing. High um, school
0: was, era for you, or how huh? long did how long did you pay attention to it, or did it keep your interest? I liked it with
1: Sirius Jones. Um Damn, I can't think of the white guy's name. Iron something.
0: Fuck. Oh yeah, I think I remember who you're talking about. Dang,
1: damn, I forgot his name, but he was funny as shit. Sirius yeah. Jones, I liked him a lot. Um, Jay Mills was cool. Um, and what's the other dude's name? Um, fuck, the one who said Smack called me. I was getting some head. He actually kind of went off on Sirius Jones. He was like, "You a comedian, dude? <laughs> you tell jokes, cause <laughs> that's what comedians do." Like I forgot. Boy, damn, man. Man. Can't think I can't believe I can't think of his name. That's tight. Um, but um, yeah, I liked it for a little while, but it didn't keep my by the time a load of luxe in him came, which it was cool, but that was like the time I was really like into it. But every now and then I like to go see like battles every now and then. Oh, yeah, and then on uh, Math Hop, I remember he punched the dude. Like I remember when that <laughs> happened.
0: Ooh. Um now he's one of the so big can... podcasters out here. Yeah, Salute.
1: I tap into it every now and then and, and um of course, I like the dude who's like, I'm better than you. My clothes fit better than you. My girl better. My car's better than <laughs> My guns better. My shoes fit better. I can get a dollar quicker than you. I walk better than you. I talk better than you. Like You know what I mean? Shit like that gets me in there every now and then, but yeah. Damn, I can't <laughs> think of this dude's name. Fuck.
0: Yeah, Iron, what? Just type in Iron Blank and then Battle Rap. They'll pop up. How I'm also thinking of this,
1: this other dude who's... um. Like, I remember Tay Rock, but I'm trying to think of somebody else who battled Sirius Jones. What the fuck was it? He be, he be in the news every now and then for saying stuff. Mm. Like recently, like in the last year or two.
0: True. Yeah, I haven't cared about battle rap since high school, to be honest. I remember Sirius Jones, but yeah, Serious Jones was my nigga. Yeah, that's, that was like the end of uh, my interest. So, so, yeah, they're saying Remy Ma is messing with a battle rapper and he exposed it on her show or something because she has a battle rap, Lee Chrome 23.
1: Iron Solomon is his name.
0: Oh, okay. Word. Salute. He,
1: he was real dope.
0: Rest in peace, Iron Sheep. But, uh, yeah, so uh, what do you feel like, man? Do you think this is wrong or something? Because I feel like a lot of people are breaking up right now, you know? I know I know an OG that's about to break up. He's, he's in his 70s. I'm like, damn, you getting a divorce? I seen some celebrity couple, they getting divorced after 20 years. Hey, that's a part of life. Man.
1: Oh, yeah. And the other person I couldn't think of was Murder Moop.
0: Oh, okay. Salute. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, the Murder Moop, Sirius Jones, Reed Dollars era, Iron Solomon, that era. I was kind of in. I wasn't into it heavy, but I was into it. Like, I like Murder Moop, too.
0: Word up. Hey, man. So, and Enos was all right, too. Yeah, so what's the problem, man? You saying Remy Ma was doing something wrong or something?
1: No, nah, I mean I ain't getting into all that shit. But
0: <laughs> yeah. hey, man, God bless.
1: I'm not getting into it. I'm good.
0: Then you don't want Papoose to walk down on you with his hat.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just. It's just, this is messy. But it's crazy when I'm looking at this list to see how many like battle rappers I actually know about. I know about a lot of them. Like I forgot about Conceited. I forgot. I, I know about Arsenal, of course. I even know about Sue Surf and Hitman Hollow, Calico Tay Rock. Kayshawn, I know about him. There's a lot of niggas I didn't realize like, I knew about all these niggas for real. Charlie Clips. But yeah.
0: yeah. I thought
1: it died out, but that shit got stronger.
0: Hey, man, you, you've made another mistake, man. See? Your fakeness is showing again. Talking yeah. all this time, you haven't said nothing. Arsenal played in their first Champions League match in seven years today. You, you haven't said nothing.
1: Hey, man, I'm, ex- you know, I don't, I don't, oh, talk
0: about- he started glitching.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm excited in my own way, you know?
0: Fake ass fan. You don't even know what Same. happened. We won 4 0.
1: I know. I was happy. No,
0: you didn't know what happened. Shout out to Sokka. He had a goal and assist. First Champions League match. He's on the verge of becoming a world class footballer. I'm excited. Okay. Shout out my boys, Saka. Shout out to all my gooners out there. Shout out all my gunners out there. We up, man. North London Forever is red. You heard?
1: Dang Travis Kelsey hung out with Taylor Swift twice.
0: Woo. (laughs) You excited for him?
1: Hey man, just be careful. Oh, actually, that's not that's Katie Perry who's gonna put him in the music if it don't work out. He should no, that's
0: Taylor Swift.
1: I thought Katy Perry was the boyfriend ha- boyfriend hater. Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, it's Taylor Swift to my knowledge.
1: Oh, true. Yeah, <laughs> man, I don't really care about all that dating shit. It is what it is.
0: Hey, so why did you have? Why did you have a comment about uh? You know what Remy Ma is doing?
1: Because I think we were already talking about something like
0: that. Oh, true. Oh yeah, even uh, speaking of your big sister, Tiana Taylor, she's leaving, right? She left her husband, so that's the game, man. God bless everybody and I hope everybody finds happiness and what they're looking for in life, you know.
1: Same thing with Jeezy.
0: Oh yeah, see brother Jeezy, man. Yeah, it's say hey, it's hard out here, man. It's fall season. Not everybody can be a a, a one ring king like like you. It's <laughs> hard out here, bro. <laughs> uh man, but uh You had an interesting topic that you wanted to, you know, get into about. I think it was referring to content rappers make. And if it, you know, enhances or takes away from the creative process, can you break that down for us?
1: Yeah, I was wondering if rappers who make like more serious and like um, concept based, more thought provoking music if it behooves them to drop less compared to people who just rap about like less heavy street drug dealer murder raps i feel like the drug dealer murder street rap people can drop like multiple projects in a year or, like every single year and it like work in their benefit while rappers who have like heavier things to say it probably is might be best for them to not drop as much so that people can like take in on everything they're saying and or maybe they just do that for that reason or they're like you said they don't work as hard I just like it started with the Nas him dropping six projects in two years three years how many years three years and I was like the most that I've seen him do and I was wondering do you actually listen to that stuff that often as you would like future or like if V's was to drop more often or like the RX niggas and shit like that, it just seems like it doesn't make sense for like somebody like a Nas to drop a lot. Cause I feel like people, you wouldn't, people wouldn't replay it as much as they would if Future dropped six projects in three years.
0: Nah, man. If it's good, people will play it. That's all it is. And when it comes down to writing, I think it all depends on. The creative. Some people work fast, some people take their time. You can look at Black Thought for an example. For example, he's not a drug dealing rapper. He's not a gangster rapper, but he works hard. In the last five years, he's put out six projects, three EPs and three albums. So he put out a EP in 20 or two EPs in 2018, an album in 2020 two albums in 2022 and he put out an album this year in 2023. Black Thought works hard and his content is deeper so I think it just depends on the creative. Like you said Nas put out uh six albums in three years. I listen to Magic 3. That album dropped last Thursday on his 50th birthday. Happy 50th to Nas and He put out Magic 2 two months ago. This album is way better. Um, I enjoy my favorite songs on this album is uh, Love This Feeling, track four, Never Die With Wayne. Wayne blacked out. It's cool to hear Wayne and Nas rap together. I think this is the first time that's ever happened. Nas did well, but Wayne blacked out. Um, Blue Bentley, that's my jam. Uh, Jodeci member, Japanese soul bar. It's a good project. Wayne is the only feature you get to hear Nas with his themes. You know, I think he's the best storyteller in rap history. He has two songs based on true events, uh, back-to-back, track eight and track nine, based on true events. uh, And part two is track nine, and it's cool stories. I like how he does that, and I like how he even has songs like Sitting With My Thoughts. It's just him breaking down how he evaluates what's going on around him and things like that. Like he makes cool songs. Like he has a song called Pretty Young Girl where he talks about seeing a youngin one time and how bad she was and he didn't get the chance to rap to her. So he was basically made a song about, hey, what I would have said if I had the time to talk to you. So I I like that type of stuff. I feel like when you're a writer and you're inspired, anything can spark it. You know, for Nas, it happened to be linking up with Hit Boy and finding this creative bond that he's never had with any other producer before. With Future and other people that work fast, I think it's the same thing. They lock in with producers, and hey, if, if I get in the zone and I get inspired, then hey, maybe I can make a project. You know, that's what happened with Future. Of course, he was always putting out stuff consistently, but when he, you know, reached Star superstar status in the mainstream is him locking in with Metro 808 Mafia Zaytoven and going up. You know, not everybody takes advantage of locking in with a producer because people try to copy what uh people like Nas did in the past. Where Illmatic that was like the first mainstream rap album to have more than one producer because historically rap was. One guy produces the whole album, but now it's just, hey, you get a beat from here, you get a beat from here. So that can slow down the process too. And then Nas, he can create without restriction, just like Black Thought can, because they're not worried about record sales. They can just make what they want. So that gives them more freedom too. When you're signed to a record label, you don't get that same freedom. Because we see all the time when rappers say, I want to drop, I want to drop, but the label won't let me. Label won't let me, so it is what it is. I think I don't think the content creates uh the work process. Like, oh, street niggas can only work fast because their content doesn't last as well. While the quote unquote conscious people have to take longer because their their music has more meaning. I think
1: I think it also a, might be harder for them too, though.
0: I don't know. I think, like I said, I think it just depends on the person. Like Steve. Stephen King is one of the most prolific authors of all time. He has written like three books a year for the, like the last 30, 40 years almost. So it's not, he's not rhyming. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Rhyming. You could say that makes it easier because you're rhyming. Wow. That's no. what I think. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. I think if
1: you're just rhyming words, that's easy. But if you're rhyming words, trying to tell a story, or make a connection to something. But most you rappers
0: reading. aren't trying to tell a story. You know that. Yeah, the
1: ones like Lupe, Kendrick, and Oz are.
0: Yeah, but that's reenact.
1: They even reenact conversations and scenarios with Ryan. <laughs> like, that's that's easy. Nah, that's hard. Like telling a story with just regular words. I'm not saying that it's easier for them to do what Stephen King is doing, but like, like Kendrick, like the argument joint shit like that, or like Lupe, that
0: wild oh, shit he gets into, that's hard to do, in my opinion. Even even Lupe, that nigga's has put out three projects in three years. That's what I'm saying. He's put out two EPs in the album. A lot of people are realizing they can put out stuff more, but the reason why they weren't is because they were on record deals. Yeah, that's true. Artists <laughs> had the freedom niggas. These niggas dropped. All they do is make music. It's not that hard to make a five, ten songs in a year. <laughs> An album but, don't have to be 20 songs but also though, a lot of niggas are realizing oh yeah we can just make five six song eps and just join up
1: a lot of people like lupe kendrick nas and j cole and them write their shit down while featuring them just they just say shit to like a melody a bunch of like just shit that ain't really like i'm going off from zannies. I'm going off them, like you know what I mean. Like that's easy to do compared to what like Lupe and Kendrick and them do.
0: Hey, I don't know, man. One people, one of them makes catchy music. One of them don't. I think it's harder to make catchy music than it is to just rap words.
1: I don't, especially that's why they don't write.
0: You said who doesn't write? Uh, all the people rappers, future like, feature like rappers?
1: people like Future and Gunna, and them. They don't even have to write it down. That's easy.
0: Yeah, now I don't think it's easy. It's harder. It's not easy for it to to work.
1: No, it's not easy for it to be a hit, or it's not easy for it to work. But it's easier to make music that way. It might not always work for everybody. I think it's easier. It's just that we see the best actually make good songs out of it, or make popular songs out of it. That's the hard part. But it's easier to do that, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's easier to write a conceptual song. Than it is to make a song like I uh, I don't know I don't like think so. fuck you mean I don't think that no I don't think so <laughs> I mean yeah, it's like it's- a like the song um what's it called like Nas had based on true events and based on true events part two that's a conceptual rec those are two storytelling songs I think it's easier to make that than fuck
1: nah you bro. Mean. Them niggas that what gunning to be doing, they be rapping about what's going on in the studio right now. That's easy. I'm yeah. in this bitch with Q Liddy, QP, QP ski, like yeah. oh. I'm about to go shopping today. I just hit your bitch yesterday.
0: I took the top like, off. Yeah, she just likes took me because I'm top fly. Off, man.
1: She likes me because I'm fresh. I, I just I skirt off in that rari. Like that shit's
0: easy. I don't know, man. <laughs> All right, it's easy, man. I don't think so. I think like I always say, I think. When I watch, that's one thing that I like to watch. When I watch concerts, when I watch footage, I always notice the most lyrical rappers have the fans that it's harder for them to keep up with the words. While when you watch a 50 Cent show, point exactly. the wordplay is, sim- is simple, it's easier to catch on in the rap and follow so along. It's
1: easier for the fans to...
0: Yeah, to but that's what it's about. I mean, it's it's about easier to make. I don't think so.
1: You're saying You're saying that it's not... You're saying because future can make a popular song that that's hard to do. You're not saying like the process is easier. I think I the like-
0: process. I think the process to make something that connects to the masses is harder because no, no, yeah, not the
1: process. No,
0: I think so. That's because- why there's
1: so many flash in the pan rappers because that shit's easy to get rap
0: is a flash in the pan genre
1: but it's hard to stay
0: it's hard for any genre to have stay in power how many taylor swifts do you know she's literally the only one how many beyonce's do you know she's literally the only one and there were
1: a few more beyonce's no Um, there's not there were there were
0: no there wasn't what in the 21st century no there wasn't
1: she has the best
0: songwriters,
1: the best producers. That's a plays a big a lot of
0: people have had that back in too. Rihanna's had that, she's been chilling. The same people that's why you can go back and look. People used to try to compare Beyonce to people like Tiana Marie because oh, Carrie they, Hilson,
1: Carrie yeah, because
0: they had the labels behind her. And Carrie Hilson is a writer herself. There's a lot of people that they tried to make Beyonce, but they're not good enough. There's a lot of white girls that they try to make Taylor Swift. Katy Perry was one of those she just sold her catalog for 225 million because Katy Perry there was a time when she was one of the biggest artists in the world she's been out of here you you remember when we were in college you had a girl yell at you bumping Katy Perry she used to have girls on a chokehold she's out of here now so having that longevity it's not that easy bruh it's the same thing, like you mentioned. Yeah, but Katy Perry's only nice had a Nas. longer
1: career than I would say Uzi or Lady Gaga did too. Like Uzi, I don't know
0: how long has Katy Perry lasted? Because what's her last album Perry that people least, cared about?
1: But like Katy Perry at least had
0: like a. Katy Perry's first album came out in two thousand one. No one cared about it. Then when she rebranded, two thousand eight, that's when she became a superstar. 2009 or 2010, Teenage Dream is nine times platinum, almost diamond. Yeah, that's one of the biggest albums of modern history. Uh, so basically, Katy Perry's run, you can say, because you know pop stars, they take. Oh eight. From
1: the oh eight. First album
0: 2008, then second album 2010, then 2013. Well, then he is. yeah, she's out of here now. She put out an album 2020, no one cared. So her real peak is from 2000. Eight to 2013, yeah, five years, bro. That's what I'm saying, but
1: still, though, uzi like he has it, lasted longer than her. Not
0: he has five years. Uzi's been around since 2016.
1: uzi has gone, huh? He's gone. He
0: just had a number one album this year. You can't he's say gone.
1: that he's gone. He's gone.
0: You can't say that he had a number Where one. Where's the
1: new Barter 16? Where's the bar? How come Barter 16 ain't come out yet?
0: Because the label told him, Nigga, we don't give a fuck about that. Uh, thug cosplay we still selling that pink tape you know how much money we spent on this dumb shit exactly hey.
1: i haven't heard that album nowhere
0: yeah you haven't because yeah the music didn't connect he tried to make something trying to copy cardi trying to follow the eat trend and all that it didn't work now you're trying to cosplay young thug they don't want that so the, I don't, the label probably told him to sit down he was also teasing. Love is Rage three. He don't know what to do. And
1: Uzi's a bad example because I could use so many other people like Rich the
0: Kids and shit like that. Like Rich the kid was never a star. That's what we're talking about. We were. Hey, talking but he made cool he ads. made popular songs. Yeah, two, kind of two three, and then he was out of there. A Just lot like of
1: people. There's a lot of Rich the Kids who made popular songs. And yeah, like, there's a lot of that in pop music to too. Do. It's easier. to I don't to think
0: do. so. Because there's a lot of you can say that like Kesha. There's a lot of pop art girls that have one song and then we never hear from them again. Megan Trainor, we can say the same with pop music. Hey,
1: man, it's easier to rap about nothing and repeat yourself a bunch of times than it is to rap like Lupe Fiasco or Nas. And I get what you're trying to say, because Nas and them, they probably can't necessarily do what Future and them do. And Future and them might be able to do what they do a little easier, rap traditionally, but that shit's easier to make. And that's why there's more people doing it. I don't think... I mean, there's more people doing harder that. to be Joyner
0: Lucas than it is... I don't me. think so. Joiner Lucas, that shit's easy to me. Nah, that shit That's easy. why that shit don't go nowhere, because niggas don't care about that theme rap stuff. Shit ain't easy. Because that's the thing. All those guys, Joyner Lucas, they don't know how to make a hit song, but they can all do that rapidy rap stuff. That's my point. That's, your, Lu- that's what I'm trying to say, that that's your point. It's, exactly, uh, yeah, but... Yeah. No, it's
1: harder to make... A trendy hit song, to, like it's harder to make a song become trendy and become a hit, but to make it, it's not harder to do what than what Jordan Lucas did with the racist joint.
0: Nah, I think that's real easy, but I don't know. Maybe it's just my perspective as a writer. Like, I don't look at that as hard because I could, I know I could do that, but I can't do what them other niggas do. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Shout out to Joyner Lucas. He wanted to fight Tinashe for dissing Chris Brown, but then it came out that she didn't diss Chris Brown. So shout out to busters like Joiner Lucas, man. He can't make a hit, so he needs to be friends with those pop boys that don't really give him hits either.
1: Hey, this white guy who hates rap at my job, who works in our cafeteria, he thought that the, the I'm Not Racist song was like incredible. and.
0: Of amazing. course, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, It's so easy reach, to do this. It reaches people, reach people who don't like rap. So. Yeah, and that was the point. And it went nowhere. Thanks. He's on a record label wasting his time. Or did he finally get dropped from Atlantic?
1: Uh, have no idea what that guy from Boston is doing.
0: <laughs> oh, he's from Boston? Yeah. Oh, true. I don't really know much about that guy. I avoid rappers like him. Yeah, I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of him either, honestly. Nah, you're a fan. You nah, know where
1: he was from. I mean, I just respect his artistry. He's he does do good stuff. I don't really listen to that kind of shit, but it's good. I I know what good work is more than fucking Lil Got It. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh hell no, nah. he ain't better than Lil Got It. Shout out Boutron, it man. He's better than Lil Got It. Oh no, he's not. He is. Never that. He is. <laughs> he's not even close. The little guy's <laughs> God.
1: God, gone.
0: No, no, he's still good. He's in the ghetto. I'm watching a video right now about um shut. It's funny. Little guy is actually the face. This was an article, or a, yeah. let me see who did this. I think it's uh it actually goes into what we're talking about. Who made this? Oh, see my bad. It was yeah, it's done by the New York Times. It's a video called why rappers stopped writing the punching method they made this 14 hours ago it's a five minute video so I'll watch it and it's funny that the still the face of it is little guided so shout out the New York Times they know who little guy it is see <laughs> yeah they know
1: who Jordan Lucas is for sure it's the New York Times
0: yeah they definitely know who that white boy is
1: yeah little got it uh Olaf run like a racket is like
0: yeah, shout
1: out Ola Ren. I think he's still in jail doing his thing. I niggas, niggas all fucking Uno the activists. Oh, like, yeah, shout out to Uno. Uno. I
0: think he, I heard he put out a new project. I think What's the other
1: dude's name? Who? That that raps with him? You said who? The other one that raps with the Uno. Oh, dude.
0: Thousand Banfani?
1: Yeah, all those niggas, like, yeah, those niggas are not even, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, that's the people that I'm talking about.
0: Hey, they've all made great songs in their time. Shout out to Fani, man. I like them. This is my jam. I like them, but those niggas don't got a hit at all. Riri on my wrist. Yeah, they got underground hits. They got hits that the young people know if you are part of that era. If you were in that world, you know those hits that they have. But yeah, it didn't cross over to the mainstream because, you know, they never signed that major record label deal. Yeah, Hank, because. Those
1: niggas are just flashing the pan niggas.
0: Yeah, everybody. You could because it's easy to get
1: on as them. Like those eighty three baby niggas, they were able to get a little bit of attention and got out of there quick.
0: Well, that's because yeah, but that's because certain people like them, and then they get it like rich. The kids sign them, and then you try to press a button, but then you realize they're not really that good. That happens a lot. Like Tizo Touchdown, Drake said that guy had one of the best albums he ever heard. And no one even, the album didn't even sell 8,000. It didn't even make the Billboard 200. So those are the, that's what people try to call industry plants. You know, the people that, all right, the labels and the industry try to put all this hype behind them, but niggas don't even have no fans. That's a, like a Tizo Touchdown situation. Troy Av was like that too. New yeah. York blogs try to make it seem like he was one of the biggest rappers they've had in recent memory. And that nigga had no fans. So that happens too that, yeah, niggas will try to sell something and niggas don't really care about you. Joey
1: Badass have fans?
0: Yeah, he does. I think he does. I've seen people... Barack you know,
1: Obama's daughter liked him.
0: Yeah, they should like him. They should like a young man like Joey Badass. I heard he's on uh, grownish. you know, being a college kid or something. I don't know. Does so, Dave yeah. have fans? Not really. That's why he had to disappear. <laughs> he was on Def Jam. They tried to make him a pretty boy rapper because women found him attractive and I don't think those singles did anything. And he was a guy that they liked the street rappers, the street people in New York like. You know, Dave East had to deal with Nas, uh, Mass Appeal, but yeah, it didn't really go nowhere. Shout out say he used to bump David Easton Conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. It benefits the mumble rappers more than it does the conscious niggas, because or else maybe the conscious niggas are just lazy.
0: Nah, man. I don't... How come
1: J Cole don't drop as often, Kendrick?
0: Because they make money. Labels. I mean, because they're make... on labels. Yeah, not not even just that. Them niggas live life. They got kids. They got wives. They be chilling, bro.
1: But the street niggas, they don't really have wives and stuff. No,
0: nah, they don't. I mean listen to what their baby mama say. They don't. Care about their kids, they don't be there, so <laughs> they need to have more time to have fun at work. Have fun at work. It, it yeah, it takes one. There's people like Schoolboy Q. He talked about it. He took time away from music to be in his kids' life, to be there every day for his daughter. Take his kids to school. There's a lot of people that want to do stuff like that, and then there's a lot of people that don't give a fuck about being in their kids' lives every day. they like, hey, man, I pay child support. That's good enough, ain't it? So, hey, it just depends on the person. That's a big part of it, too. Like, look at Jay-Z, for example. We know Jay-Z's most productive era of an artist was when he was a single man. Once he got married, it's going to be different. He still was working a lot. But, you know, him and Beyonce were trying to start a family. Things happened. So, the same thing with Rihanna. Her and ASAP Rocky, now they got two kids. You think she gives a fuck about music right now? ASAP Rocky's trying to work. He put out a single a few months ago, but no one cared. So, that's the game. Niggas be trying. But sometimes... what
1: He said, first, you stole my swag, that song?
0: <laughs> nah, that was just what he said at a concert. He didn't... Oh, yeah, on the
1: older song. Huh? Yeah, that was an
0: older song. Yeah, so. Yeah, man. Just I think it just depends. Lupe, that brother got blackballed because Leo Cohen tried to make him sign a 360. He didn't want to. And his career fell off because of that. Because I think Lupe was a lyrical artist that he might be the only one. Like to me, he was kind of like the the Kendrick beta. Like a concept, he makes conceptual art uh, albums and he knows how to make singles. Lupe was kind of like that. And he worked fast like look at food and liquor came out 06 the cool came out 07 it took four years to put out lasers but that was because of the label so that's why like you can tell like Lupe had work rate that nigga was going to drop a lot Mm
1: -hmm. and then
0: that's why after lasers 2011 he had an album 2012 then he then the label stuff again then 2015 I think that was the last time he gave uh, Atlantic album and then, since then, 2017, he put out an album. 2018, he put out an album. Like I mentioned, he put out two EPs in 2020. He put out an album last year. So, yeah, labels be fucking up, these niggas. You're right, Yeah, man.
1: that's what it is for the conscious niggas is the labels.
0: Yeah, like Outcast, Them niggas put out two uh, uh, album every two years. Nas used to put out an album every two years. That's the label.
1: They never can really work because of the money and the bullshit they have to deal with.
0: The label that's why, Hey, give us a hit. Yeah, that's why Nas said, Hey, I told all my all my contemporaries they need to try this shit, nigga. Just work, have fun. Cause he knows all of them they can make songs quick, they can make albums quick, but a lot of times it's the label shit that be slowing you down. And I hear you. Sure, the process of writing a song that has more uh I'll say that, like I agree with you there the process of writing a song, of course, one is going to be easier when there's only 240 words in it compared to another one that's going to have 500 words because, you know, I'm telling a story, so my song's going to be four minutes compared to a Gunna song that's going to be two minutes. Sure, it is taking more time, more manpower, and more thinking time to construct the record, but I still think the overall process of making a song, I think it's still hard. Maybe you can say one is easier because I have to write more words and I have to, you know, think more things because I'm not just trying to make a turn-up song, so I hear you there, but I still think when you take your time, those conceptual records, I don't know, it seems like it's easier for niggas to make that kind of, I don't know. guess it's all, depends.
1: Rewind ain't easy to make.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's a
1: cool concept When I gave you power, ain't uh, ain't easy to make I don't know, man Look, It's easy to say, hey, I have a subject and I get to just make up shit about it But that's not hard to put, it's hard to put it together
0: Yeah, to make it a song, but those songs are good for what they are They're good storytelling songs, but the lasting power is limited You're not going to play that as many times because of what it is conceptual songs have longer have shorter lasting power yeah i often when's the last time you heard i gave you power and rewind like when you were 10 i mean i listen to rewind at least once a year oh that's good <laughs> yeah. but yeah niggas ain't pumping that shit you listen to it once it's cool. you know i don't need to listen like that Kendrick song when he was arguing with his girl, I never have to hear that song again. I don't want to hear that shit ever. again. I, mean, I
1: don't need it because I already have Eminem's versions.
0: Yeah, that's my. I don't want to hear Kim either. That's what I'm saying. Me I don't want to hear that shit.
1: Yeah, I don't either. But
0: still that's what I'm I, saying. I, I, that I, I, shit I, I, has shorter lasting power. So no matter, that's why I be talking about yeah that hit or the catchy shit. That shit lasts longer and it connects to more people around the world.
1: Yeah, but Kim if I play. But I Kim, gave Kim, you Kim, power
0: and got They'd be like, oh, all right, <laughs> whatever. That can
1: we? The fact that we mentioned I gave you power and Kim though, I feel like nobody's mentioning "New Freezer" by fucking Rich Kid ever.
0: Hey man, you play "New Freezer" right now. I'm gonna smile. I'm gonna be happy.
1: I actually don't like that song. You're ever.
0: gonna make me smile. I know you don't like it. I always like that song, and yeah, I don't. I don't care about. Cool. I don't yeah. care about the Kendrick version. I'm talking about the original.
1: The beats not that cool to me, and um, I
0: remember the original when uh
1: Norfolk, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Whoa, no, no, I was. I've been graduated college. So it wasn't,
1: didn't Norfolk people get it popping?
0: No, I don't know nothing about that.
1: Yeah, like they got it popping with like the little head nod dance. They were from Norfolk.
0: Yeah, good to see. I don't know about that. I'm too old to know about that type of stuff. I just like the song. I remember when he was hanging out with the ASAP Mobils for Yams Day and they were playing all music and. Uh, like what stuff they're about to put out, and then uh, ASAP Rocky played that joint. He was like, "Ooh, I remember. Yeah, ASAP Rocky was freestyling to it. He was happy. He wanted to get on that song bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I That's thought it was something
1: I, else that he was doing that to. Yeah, he was. He wanted to get on it bad.
0: Because, <laughs> yeah, Ferg was on New Freezer. He killed his verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> Hey, <laughs>
1: yeah, shout <laughs> out to <they laughs> Seth Berg, he,
0: he should have been bigger, but hey, it is what it is. He has a beautiful girlfriend. They go around the world taking cool pictures. So salute to him, man. People like Ferg too. Yeah, he was good, man. And Rocky used to be jealous of him. Yeah, you know, he got that new he got that new level. Sound like a future record. You think he was uh better than Schoolboy Q? Yes. Yeah, I liked should- his singles more. Yeah, put
1: in work always cranks still.
0: <laughs> and Schoolboy Q did his thing, isn't he on that remix? Yeah, yeah. Man, I think I man, like man, this verse. Yeah, man, James. Yeah, shout out to French. He's on yeah. it too. Oh <laughs> uh, man! But all right, man. It's been a fun episode. Got anything you want to add before we disappear for another week, man?
1: Yeah. Um... Nah, man, nothing much. You know what I'm saying. I'm just about to recover. Watch some football tomorrow.
0: Oh, yeah. I still didn't get a chance 100. to
1: recover from New York. Then we went to the concert, and I was just like, "God damn, this shit put me in my ass."
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I listened to the Killer Mike deluxe. Michael, his album is good. Um, on the deluxe, he adds four more songs. Before we disappear, he has. Uh, yes, he has Maynard vignette featuring T I J I D and Jacquees. Get some money and act up featuring Young Nudie. So, yeah, the deluxe, the four new songs are cool. And I do like the Killer Mike album. I think it's a very good project. If you, like you mentioned, if you want an artist that is making deep conceptual records and you can hear the production, the songwriting is up to par in the high level. Check out Michael by Killer Mike, but you you know Jamal don't like this type of rap. He was I all mean, that, that noise about how deep he, how these rappers, how hard it is for them to write. He don't listen to that shit. I heard that album though. No. You're not gonna listen to the deluxe, are you? Four new songs. Nudie, Check
1: it out. I listen to the Nudie song.
0: What about the other one? What about with the uh, Manyard vignette with Clifford Jid and Jackie? So you don't need that. No, nah, I don't need it at all. Oh man, shout out to Jaquise You did very good on that hook. I like oh my bad. Sorry, young man. I'm a I'm a first generation American. I don't really be knowing how to say words all the time. I'm sorry. And I'm still bumping uh back to the trap by Lancey Fo. That's staying in my rotation. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm a I'm a still bumping that in V's too. Word. Oh yeah, that thing. Before, see, all right, thank you for saying that because. I said it yesterday to UNO, say, but y'all didn't, y'all didn't really connect with it. V's signed a Warner Brother records. They gave him his own imprint, wave, Navy, wavy, wavy, navy, whichever one. To lock him in, Jamal, the CEO and COO. For the people out there that aren't aware of the corporate world, the chief executive op- officer and the chief operational officer. These are the highest ranking titles of the label they took v's golfing to go sign him what do you think about that is that how much pressure you got to put to sign v's is v's that valuable do you think he's the next superstar in rap no i don't either i think he's a talented rapper i think you could argue he still has the best rap album this year but i'm interested in why why do you think warner brothers is pressing that button to sign him Because
1: all the white, because you and all your white friends on the internet were going so way
0: before,
1: (laughs) that's why. Because you uh, you said wavy navy. I don't think he's gonna have any like body that even matters.
0: (laughs) It won't matter one bit. Hey man, you the ones that said you still bumping gangers, so you like it too. (laughs) A lot of people like it. I do. I like the first half of it more than the second half, though. It does. I like this. I think I might like the second half more. I think it has been getting great reviews. Uh, I know Hip Hop DX gave it um, a four and a half out of five. Uh, Pitchfork gave it that new music, I think. Yeah. Him and Lucky, too. I love that song. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Lucky, you know. Sex, money, drugs is still in my rotation as well. I still bump that. Dang, these don't even have a Wikipedia page yet. And and Warner Brothers pressed that button to sign them? You think they're going to regret giving them all that money and wasting that time to get them? Or do you think uh, they're going to try to make this whisper rap the new trend in rap?
1: I don't know what the hell their motive is. I don't get it. <laughs> that boy's not moving units.
0: Yeah. So do you think next year, for example, do you think V's can make that hit?
1: No. Unless he like speaks up and like stops talking like he's fucking <laughs> sleep. But yeah, as long as he raps like that, nah.
0: Has there been any song by his that you've ever heard at a function this year, like from Ganger?
1: No. Okay. I'll never hear any of his songs at a function.
0: Mm. Like, think... Well,
1: it depends what kind of function. Yeah, I that's to.
0: what I was saying. The, maybe the I type go to of... like
1: a SoundCloud.
0: Yeah, app, like trap, the younger homie, noisy function. ass
1: function, it, they'll play that stuff. Yeah, I think
0: you'll play overseas baller quick. Any
1: place that got like pretty girls, yeah, and
0: shit,
1: yeah. uh, gr- yeah. places that got like girls with mustaches and shit, and like armpit hair, and who wear like uh, panda dunks and shit, they'll they'll probably listen to it.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yep, I said it. I don't give a fuck. I ain't retracting it either.
0: All right, now, there you go, Chopper Soup Convos. We're going to holler at y'all. If you got and a mustache
1: and you like it as a woman, good for you. We out. I know a pretty girl with a mustache.